This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 15th of December. Now, Justin, New Zealand is going to allow quarantine-free travel with Australia in the first three months of 2021. Wait. This will be huge for the travel industry. I'm talking Qantas, Virgin (laughs) and Air New Zealand all licking their lips. (laughs) Absolutely. Brett, Google and YouTube are going to let you control which ads you see. Ooh, what? To an extent. Now, starting early next year, users around the world will be able to turn off ads for alcohol and for gambling. A very good idea. I like it, Justin. And I really like the three stories we have today. Let's do it. For our first, Disney is expanding its focus on Australia by launching a new streaming brand early next year. Ooh, not great news for Stanley, for Binge, <laughs> even Netflix. What's the story? Okay, at the moment, Disney Plus has over 85 million subscribers oh. globally. And Disney's keen to double down on streaming in Australia and globally. Now, early last year, Disney acquired the entertainment brand Star from 21st Century Fox. And now, they're going to be launching Star as its general entertainment content brand around the world. Uh, Don't they already have Disney Plus, though? (laughs) They do. And Disney will have both Disney Plus and Star competing in the same streaming industry. And Star will host thousands of hours of content from Disney Studios. Mm -hmm. And Disney Plus users will have access to the Star brand when it launches here in Australia Mm. in Feb next year. So what is the key learning here? Last week, Disney not only announced Star, but it went big with its announcements for Disney Plus in 2021. We're talking 10 new series. Including Marvel. Including Star Wars. Now, Disney plans on spending a lazy $20 billion to make all these shows and movies. But here's the thing, FluxFam. Someone has to pay for all that quality content. And Brett, it's looking like that person could be you or me. (laughs) Disney has some pretty ambitious profitability targets for 2024. So uh, that $8.99 a month we're paying now, it's going to jump to eleven ninety nine. Mm, not ideal, but it is all worth it just to watch Hamilton on repeat. <laughs> For our second story, Uber and Deliveroo will likely be brought before a Senate inquiry that explores the impacts of insecure employment in Australia. Jeez, this is going to be interesting. What is the story? Well, last week it was revealed that an inquiry will look into a range of issues around insecure work for Australian residents, including how COVID has changed consumer behaviour. And Brett, insecure work means... It's basically jobs that have no access to paid leave, as well as jobs with unpredictable working hours. And as we know, Uber and Deliveroo specialise in classifying their riders and drivers as independent contractors Mm. as opposed to employees. So what is the key learning here? The gig economy has certainly changed consumer behaviour in Australia. It's created a whole new industry of permanent contractors. Think Uber drivers, Airtasker handy people, and freelancer designers. But many sectors, like the food delivery sector, are potentially designing their business models to capitalise on paying minimum rates and avoiding leave super. Then again, these companies are giving workers more opportunities to work flexibly Mm. and independently. So it'll be interesting to see what the inquiry finds. For our third and final story, Lululemon has lifted its forecast for its end-of-year sales as the world experiences a boom in workout gear. I can relate to this one, Justin, so tell me more. Well, Brett, it's been a truly fabulous year for sportswear companies. It's fair to say they've really reveled in the stay-at-home comfy clothing boom. (laughs) And now Lululemon has come out and said that for October to December this year, we reckon sales numbers will be way better than we initially thought, folks. Yep, they reckon the pandemic's impact on North America and Europe means greater demand for home 
home workouts mm-hmm. and just general lounging around. And thanks to this huge demand for comfy athletic clothes, Lululemon shares have increased around 60% Ooh. just this year. So what's the key learning for this one? Back in 2013, the Lululemon CEO infamously said that his yoga pants were not for everyone. And received a heap of backlash. Mm-hmm. But more recently, Lululemon has embraced the non-slim fit category and has seen its customer base grow big time. So now, Lululemon is designing gear for new customers in different body shapes. And it's playing a significant part in its success for 2020. Flux fam, if you like staying on top of all the important business news, don't forget to hit follow or subscribe. Guaranteed you'll be smarter than your boss. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.